Hello, and welcome to the Literally Us podcast, a podcast about us, literally. Join Talia and Courtney as we navigate small business, motherhood, and life as we explore it here on the Sunshine Coast. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Literally Us podcast. Hello, Courtney. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Great. Happy to be here. Happy it's Friday. I know. We're recording a little bit late this week. Um, you know what it's like when you're a mum. Yes. How is your little one? Yeah, he's heaps better. He was a bit sick this week, so I just took some time off to um, be with him. But yeah, back on track now. That's mm-hmm. good. Just in time for his birthday, which is great. Yes. Um, so what are we talking about today, Courtney? <laughs> you're like, I don't know. I'm like, I roughly know. <laughs> We're talking about like our community and our circle and surrounding ourselves with people that are, I guess, like-minded to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited th- for this episode. I think it's going to be good. I feel like, you know, we've got a giant list of all the things we want to talk about eventually on this podcast. This and was not one of this them. This <laughs> wasn't one of them, but what I noticed last night, I posted on our Instagram and I did like, I did a shout out saying, what should we talk about? Just to gauge what our um, little community is interested in hearing. We got a couple of replies, but what was really interesting to me was the actual engagement we got when we didn't ask that question on the actual post that I posted last night, which was all about, you know, taking note of the energy you feel and the emotions you feel when you surround yourself by certain people. Um, and it was something that came up for me last week, um, when I was chatting with my husband about, you know, you can feel the difference when you're hanging around certain people, the energy and, Mm. and the way you feel after being and spending time with them. And so there's people in your life that you leave the room and you feel completely uplifted and motivated and energized after you've hung out with them, right? And then there's people in your life where you leave the circumstance, whatever, you know, if it was a barbecue or a a play date or a coffee with a friend or whatever it is, and you can feel drained and zapped and almost like you feel worse off. Mm, mm, Feel flat, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just me and I'm really sort of receptive to the emotions of other people and then that therefore affects me. Um, But yeah, it got us talking about Mm. what that looks like in our own personal circumstances, our business circumstances, and of course, um, with our family as well. So I feel like you're a bit of a motivation in the sense that I feel like your circle, looking at it from the outside, is incredibly tight-knit, supportive, Mm. um, and all those things. Do you want to give me a little bit of a rundown on what your sort of personal circumstance is in terms of your support network? Mm. So I have a huge support network, which is extremely lucky. Um, A lot of people don't have that. Um, But yeah, I have so many people in my corner. Um, Like my mum owns the shoe shop across the road from me. So we've always been very close. Um, She's always been a very much support in whatever I do. But then like all of her staff members, like, Kerry is my second mum. My sister works here as well. Uh, Yeah, my husband, my dad, my brother-in-laws, like my other sister, like everyone is so connected and close. And I guess that's how we kind of support one another in what we choose to do. Like we are all different and we are doing different paths, but we're definitely in this tight little group 
that kind of supports each other. It's almost like for people who obviously don't know Courtney's family, um, and obviously I'm an outsider too, but I get to see these little snippets, which is, and it's beautiful for me. My family's not here on the coast. I do have my mother-in-law who lives local, but apart from that, my sister, my mum, they're all at least an hour away. So I don't have, like business aside, I don't have the connectedness that you mm. have here on the coast. Um, you, you were born and bred here. So obviously you're very rooted in yeah. the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, and so, yeah, so I suppose those that don't know Courtney's sort of situation is, um, so the main street of Caloundra where Courtney so we is. We kind of a, live here. Yeah, it's <laughs> like there's a main street. It's full of retail um, mm. shops, full of restaurants and all the rest of it. And, yeah, Courtney's shop is literally opposite, um, on the opposite side of the road to her mum's shop. And then you've kind of got, you know, the staff from her mum's shop running across the road to Courtney's shop to pack orders. And if Courtney's sick or something, you know, one of them will help out and man the fort so Courtney can go to the toilet or yeah. pack an order or quickly run to the post office or, you know. Go for lunch or if I was late, for instance, if I was running 10 minutes late, I would just call Kerry and be like, hey, I'm running late. Can you open the doors? Yeah. Like, that's amazing. And I think if I didn't have those people, like, what would I do? I would yeah. open 10 minutes late. And it's not the traditional, like, I know probably some of you are thinking, they're like, oh, Kerry's probably paid to do that, right? Like, But it's more than that. And it's so beautiful to see from the outside because I think for me, it's like, oh, I wish I had that. Or mm. how do you even create that or curate that? Or what, like, how did that even happen? Like how long has your mum been working with Kerry for, for example? Um, well, backtrack with Kerry. <laughs> Kerry's probably listening <laughs> to this right story. now. She's out there. She let us in this morning. Bless her. She's been in since 7.30. Um, no, so Kerry has been in my life for many years. I reckon like 10 plus mm. years. So I used to dance with her daughters anyway, were always very close. I used to sleep at her house all the time as a kid. Mm. And then she kind of just fell into working for mum. She's very much like accounts and things. Um, so she's literally helped me with all of the account side of mm -hmm. things as well as mum. But she just, I don't know, she's so organised and she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So she kind of makes sure that I'm on top of that and if I have any questions, she'll answer it. And again, like, she doesn't get paid to do that. No. Like, we're just, like, a family amongst I love that. this little group. I don't know. It's really fun. I love that. Um, and I think for a lot of um, business owners and mums, um, like, I feel like, not that it's to say that it's the reason why a lot of things fail, it's because we haven't curated this circle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I want to talk to, to you about today is if you don't have that circle, how can you create that circle and be intentional about creating that circle? How do you protect the circle you mm -hmm. do have if you do have a circle? I'm going to say circle a lot today. Um, but I think it's it's such a strength of where you are at in life. Mm -hmm. um, and I definitely watch from the outside and think, oh, that's inspiring and would love to somehow create that in my life as well. Um, mm. So I think it's obviously a testament to your mum as well with like how she's created her business in the sense that she's made friends with Carrie and then that's kind of mm. organically grown into so much more for your entire yeah. family. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah. Even like on the weekends, my dad, my dad does so much for both of the businesses. Um, but like the other day, my dad and husband were in here at five o'clock in the afternoon cutting down walls. Like we're just all kind of like supporting each other. If I need something in my shop, they'll do it. Need lights changed, my dad's there. You know, like it's just, yeah, everyone kind of holds each other up and yeah, it's really cool. I was gonna say though, before, before I started the mm -hmm. shop, I, 
I was obviously had a six month old and I was so lost. Like apart from obviously having that support from mum and sisters and things, I was so isolated, obviously being postpartum is so lonely. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed that community. Mm -hmm. And so one of the biggest things when I opened the shop was how can I be different and one of those was to build a community. Yeah. And I absolutely can say that I've done that. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are customers that we go for coffee. They bring me flowers. <laughs> like, they are truly now my best friends. They even come into, like, Banks' party. Oh, that's so nice. Like, I've made this for nothing into, like, a business but also a friendship circle that are kind of there for me and ways that I didn't even expect. Well, what's interesting, I think, and I did read this somewhere else, is like sometimes, um, you know, in your 20s or whatever, you're, depending on where your original sort of friend circle originated from, Mm. like whether or not that's from school or university or wherever you work, like whatever your circumstance is, um, sometimes naturally through life events, you outgrow certain people, you find yourself morphing with other people. Um, and certainly what I've noticed in my circumstance is my business is, you know, at least an hour away for most of my friends, some, most of my other friends more, more so. Um, so for me, I don't have that immediate cheer squad in my corner here locally that's you know tagging you in comments and recommending your business and all of those sorts of things and it's interesting because your circumstance is different you're born and bred here so you would think your friend circle would be Mm. quite strong here right you went to school locally and Mm. all of those things but talking to you offline what you've found is you didn't have a big friend circle no and you've created it Mm. Mm. And I think my friend circle that I had prior is so different. Like I've probably got like five friends. <laughs> like five friends? No, like before. <laughs> I got five three friends. close friends yeah. before I had a baby, before I had the shop and mm-hmm. all of that. And they're still very much in my corner, but they're just on different paths, mm-hmm. I think, to me. Like I was buying a house. Like I moved in with Zach when I was 18. Mm-hmm. We, well, yeah, we b- bought a house mm-hmm. at 20. Mm-hmm. and had a kid at, like, 22. Yeah. And no one else was sort of on that journey, which is fine. Like, they were doing their own thing, but I guess they didn't really understand the lack Where of you sleep, at. you know, all of that stuff. Like, they weren't a mum. Yeah. Which was great. But even the other day, one of my old friends, yeah, which she's not an old friend, but um, she sent me the podcast, mm-hmm. and she goes, oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, um, how cool is this, you starting a podcast? So I was like, I know you're still there. Mm-hmm. You might not be in the action. You might not be in the circle mm-hmm. all the time, but she's definitely a bystander. They're in she's the still wings. watching what I'm doing. Yes. Um, and she's still very much there for me. Yeah. No, I think that's really important too, because um, it's the same for me. Like I know um, when I go and see certain friends, like those friends, you know, they've got all the historical information. So you do talk about the old days mm-hmm. or for me and it's like... Um, Bit of a flashback. Yeah, like they, they serve a different purpose in my life, mm, right? Mm. Um, they're, they're there, they know my family probably a little bit more. They're more ingrained in other ways of my life. Mm. But then you've got the friends sort of similar to yourself who have been there with me through some really hard times in terms of business or really hard times in terms of my fertility journey. Like sometimes you've got friends that kind of pop in and out of your circle depending on the circumstance that you're in. And I think one of the really good examples is like when you do have your first baby, 
Um, I know that I had friends that I did lose contact with mid twenties. Um, as soon as they fall pregnant, or as soon as they have a baby, they're in your DMs. And that's mm. beautiful. Like, I feel like it's okay that you can drift apart. Yeah. You can acknowledge and, you know, yeah, you can acknowledge and drift when you need to, but it's not like there's bad blood, right? It's just no. that you've got different interests. Yeah. or You're on got, different paths. 100%. And that's what you just said. Like, but then as soon as there's that some similarity that surfaces again, they're there. And mm. I love that. It's like, and yeah, like you said, people drip in and drip out. Yeah. What I think is interesting is when you're consciously thinking about your circle, which I know a lot of people don't even really think about, but I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, I've got a few core friends um, in my life at the moment. um, And whenever I hang out with them, you included, you do feel energized, right? I'm serious. Like, and you talk about different things. You're not talking about people. You're talking about dreams. You're talking about visions. You're talking about podcasts that you've listened to or you're recommending books that you've just read like yeah. I feel like as you it sort leaves of you feeling different when we yeah. leave each other yeah it feels like you've actually had some sort of like it's obviously a positive interaction but you're not leaving that conversation or whatever thinking oh that was shit or mm. whatever and I feel like it's those sorts of people that you need to curate in your life so that you are on this sort of adventure journey pathway to living a more fulfilled life Mm. which is a little bit of what I'm sort of the journey that I'm on at the moment whether that's business and mumhood and friendships and family like for me I'm trying to like what is like a happy life and I feel like your circle is so crucial to that Mm. Mm. it definitely reflects on sort of who you are too Mm -hmm. like after we leave here we're like yep so motivated you Mm -hmm. know ready to do the day whereas sometimes like I have people in um people around me and you know, you feel like they're just kind of comparing and judging and complaining complaining, and you're like, oh, I'm just so not, you know, on that path. And then you kind of leave feeling, oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing, you know, like. Yeah, they plant seeds they plant, of doubt, yes. even though they were never there in the first place. No. But you're like, oh, should I feel that way? Like, yeah. should I be looking at this problem differently? Like yeah. for me, I'm like on this mindset journey at the moment, which is a little bit wanky, but at the same time, I'm like, it's helping me. So let's lean into it. Right. Like sometimes like there could be a circumstance or a situation for me at home or in the salon. And I'm like, oh, that's shitty. Like, but this is happening for me. Like, so not to what, me, not to me. No. What am I going to do about it? Who am I going to talk to about this situation? Because who I talk to about this situation is going to severely impact the way I handle it. Yeah, absolutely. And even when I was going through some stuff a couple months ago and I was talking to you about it, like you always made me feel like I could handle it rather than, Mm. you know, throw in the towel or now you should do this or you should do that. Because some people are like, oh, yeah, stuff that. Like, you know, and they go through this. And, you know, maybe it's coming from an un or dissatisfied place in their own life and they're projecting that onto yes, you. And, and I to, agree with that sometimes too. Yeah. People like, can put their negative and their maybe not where they want to be onto you to make you feel like. You need to make decisions yeah, like yeah. that. And so I think, yeah, it's really important that we, first of all, understand that we're aware of it. Mm. And then when you do notice it and make a really, um, yeah, when you make a real choice to separate yourself from that I think it's really powerful because I think there's a quote and it goes along the lines of you know you become gosh you remember so many quotes well they're not okay look when I say they're quotes it's probably like I'm getting three words right yeah 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 I'm like how do you remember all these quotes (laughs) no because you'll hear it a lot it's like you become the five people you hang around with most like everyone's heard that yeah loose quote I don't even know who said it or whatever it's true like every like 
even when you go for a coffee with someone, someone, even if you don't feel that specific way about a situation, you feel yourself just agreeing because it's easier. And then you leave that interaction thinking, why the hell did I just agree yeah, with all that? Yeah. I don't agree with any of that, but yeah. it was easier in the moment. Yeah. And yeah, like sometimes I, I find myself doing it all the time. Like when someone's complaining about their situation or someone in their life, I don't agree with anything they're saying, but I also don't have the energy to defend the other person or the other situation. It's just mm. easier to be like, oh yeah, I can see mm. how you would feel that way. Yeah, yeah. And then you leave and you're like, that was shit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like having the choice to separate yourself from those sorts yeah. of people is okay. Like, yeah. I think I've done that so much this year in terms of friendship growth and things. Like, I definitely have surrounded myself more with people like-minded to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has definitely shown up in my business and showed up in my family and everything that I'm doing because I'm surrounding myself with people that are on the same journey as me. I think that's, oh, stop it. (laughs) I think it's, I honestly think it's a bit of a life hack. Like if you can curate your circle to be people who uplift you, the momentum is going to travel in all areas of your Mm. life. Like, um, I, yeah, I think it's just an incredibly powerful place to come from um, when you approach all situations. And I think that's why even the same business and for me when I'm hiring and stuff like that, probably something that's going to be in your cards relatively soon, especially now that you're having a baby. Woo! No follow. <laughs> having a baby. Um, yeah, like you have to, you know, your work family is probably the family or the friendship circle that you hang out with the most, right? So I think it's an important filter that we need to put on when we're hiring is I'm going to be hanging around you a lot. Mm, yeah. I actually I, just hired someone. What? Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. This was like yesterday. Um, tell me everything. Oh my Because you did post. I was like, Paris, Courtney, Paris. No, see, I, another thing. I have so many friends that come in and visit me. And I knew if I posted, my friends would apply. And you don't want to cross that line. I would love to hire every single one of them. But I don't. I just want to be their friend, you know. Like, I don't want to be their boss. No, awful. I don't want to boss them around. I don't want to tell them what to do or if, you know, things didn't work out. I don't want to have that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, yeah, hired a friend. She's actually a friend. Um, So you said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not hiring a friend, but I'm hiring a friend. Yeah, yeah. So it's just going to be one day a week. Yeah, okay. um, it's just going to like relieve the pressure off me, especially with having a baby. Um, because obviously next year I'll be a little bit MIA, mm-hmm. which actually I want to jump back to the community thing. When I was postpartum last time, I had no one. Mm. This time... I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm people. sorry I wasn't there for you. No, not like no one. It, it was my own. Yeah. I isolated myself. Yeah. You do that as a new mum. You sit at home. Yeah. You look at the same four walls. You listen to the wiggles. You listen to your crying baby. Anyway, that's going to be so different this time. So different. And I'm so excited because I think it'll be such a different like connection. I'll bring her into the shop. I'll be able to... Mm-hmm introduce her to all my people like isn't that gonna be so good that's gonna be beautiful (sighs) can't wait you're getting all teary i'm getting teary i'm I'm emotional this pregnancy (laughs) i don't even know why okay have a lemon i have my coffee yes have that um i think what is important about sort of everything we've sort of said until this point is it's not about saying 
okay, I don't like your attitude. You're no longer my friend. It's mm. more like I'm not think I'm not where you're at mentally. Yeah. That's okay. I can be there for you, and I will yeah. be there for you because I am a good friend. But I'm going to limit the interactions as much as possible, or mm. I'm going to you know, make an active decision in the interactions to try and be more uplifting. Mm. And because you know what, that person actually might need from you that motivational crap that mm. you sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're being really positive, when someone's being negative, it's irritating. And I get that because sometimes, Absolutely. <laughs> but sometimes it just makes you feel even better. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Sometimes you just, that friend might not feel those vibes in that no. conversation in that moment, but maybe they'll reflect like, mm. Um, I, I'm awful with it. My, my sister's also um, having a baby and like she's she's already got a two and a half year old and she's so unwell with um, this pregnancy. She doesn't know what she's having. Um, she's so sick and she's like, how do I do it with a toddler? I'm like, you just get up, you go. I mean, I was there like I vomited from day one to day 300 and whatever. Like I was that. a spewer, an absolute spewer. It is awful. Um, but when you've got a two year old, like you don't have a choice. Like that two year old still needs you to show up no matter how sick, no matter how tired you are. And obviously you do need to rest, but I'm the person that's like, get up and take her outside. Like, and I know, like I was the spewer in the bush person. Like it's awful. Um, but, but I can tell going. it's like just annoying my sister. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can do it. Like, keep going. I know I've been she's there before. Yeah, she's like, get lost. I'm not even, she just, she's probably like, I'm not even messaging her. She's not sympathetic. Because no. some people do just want, it's okay. You're doing a good job. And there's always a place for Maybe that. Don't get do me this. wrong. Yeah. Sometimes people also don't want you hippy dippy, happy mm. shit either. And sometimes you do need to put a little bit of a filter on and try not to approach every situation with that. But yeah, I know what you mean. Still be true to yourself so that you're not feeling deflated in, in, in every interaction that you're having yeah. um, because you do need to protect that little sanctum. And, um, yeah. I think what's really cool about your situation as well, just to go back to that, is when, like, I've been in your shop and someone comes in and then you have this great little interaction and then they leave and you go, that's blah, 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 from blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you have actually created this community. Yeah. They, they weren't people that you knew before you opened your shop. No. You've created them post opening mm. your shop. Yeah. And I think that goes into your whole marketing strategy. And I remember everyone. Yes. I think that's really important. Like, I'm not going to say who, but I bought from this business and it's a big company, right? Mm -hmm. And I bought from them probably a month ago. And obviously, like, I'm a no one to them, mm -hmm. right? I spent $200. I'm waiting for this thing to arrive for Banks' birthday, which is tomorrow, still hasn't arrived. And I've emailed, I've messaged, I've Instagrammed, I've done all the things, and I've nothing. Christmas. And they're local, so it's not like they're it's overseas. Local. And I just feel so like, oh, like, where's your customer service, you yeah. know? And that's what I'm like, I have to do it so different, like, I remember everyone. I replied mm. to everyone's message. I even had a conversation with a customer about she's pregnant, I'm pregnant, we're going through the same thing, um, potentially having early babies, and we were just talking for ages. And I'm like, I have time for you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that company doesn't have time for me, which is fair enough. They're big and I'm not like that. But I think there always needs to be time for your customers. Like I remember every single one of them, whether I remember their name or not. <laughs> Different I remember story. their story. <laughs> I usually remember their kids' names over their own names, but yeah, I get better the more they come in. So I remember how far along they are in their pregnancy. Yeah. I remember if they've been sick. I remember 
if they're married. I remember (laughs) what their husband does. And I think that makes such a difference in creating that community, creating that friendship. And I think that's what makes small business so different to bigger companies. Yeah, 100%. I think as well, um, when you've got friends outside of your business who've known you before you opened your business, um, I think there's this misconception that those people are going to be the cheerleaders for you when you do open your doors. And, you know, initially, maybe for you, like your first 12 months, you know, you're a one-year-old business now, like you probably experience such a... um, an influx of support and like, Mm. oh my God, like people sharing and all that sort of stuff. But then I think of myself and I think we're in year five now Mm. and the likes, it's old news. Like it's my normal, like I am old. (laughs) I know. It's just Um, the novelty's worn off. The novelty's worn off. Um, So the likes, the shares, the tags, like they have disappeared and it's okay. Like it's taken me a little while to actually be okay with that. Again, talking about my sister, she does live 40 minutes away. She doesn't even get her hair done at my salon. And like, that took me a long time to be okay with that. Like you're literally handing over $300 to somebody else's business every six weeks. Like, why aren't you supporting me? Like that took me a long time to be okay with. Yeah. And she's listening. Don't be upset with me, but but I'm, I'm fine with it. And I actually message the owner of the other salon all the time. Like she's actually helped me a lot. Like, so I'm all for her supporting that business. And I understand she works full time. She has a toddler. To travel. She needs to go somewhere that's five minutes down the road. That's fine. It took me a long time to be fine with it. And I would always send, like, she'd send me a Snapchat and I'd say stuff like, oh, you got your hair done, did you? Like, cute. Love your foils. They yeah. look good. It, it, did, it took me a long time to be okay with it. And it's the same with friends. Like, I'm like, like, I understand that I live far away and I understand that I'm also not a hairdresser. So they're, they're going to my business to not actually sit with me for four hours. Like, mm, so true. there is a bit of a step removed and I understand that. And then I'm with my kids, so I'm not necessarily there. I did feel really bad. Um, I think it was last week. My little one was really unwell. We were in hospital a couple of times last week with him. And one of my good friends from South Brisbane did have an appointment in the salon, Aww. which is rare because, again, she's got two little ones, um... And so she did make that appointment way in advance and it was on a day that I knew my kids were in daycare. And so, so you could was, kind of catch up. Yeah, but then I obviously couldn't be there and I felt really guilty about that. But I, I don't know what my point really is. It's just that, you know, you have to be okay with your friends or family not supporting you sometimes and sometimes it's not coming from a place of they're not supporting you. It's You've got to put their filter on it too sometimes and not be so caught up in your mm-hmm. own bullshit and just be like, okay, for my sister, for example, it's five. Her salon is five minutes down the road. She's got a little one. She works full time. She's not choosing to come, not come to my salon. If you were right down the road, she would. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But I think you can kind of get caught up in your own spin on things. Like, why are they not supporting me? Why are they like, well, like whatever you tell yourself. But I think it's just important to know that people do have their own lives, and sometimes people do things not from a negative place. Like people always justify to themselves why they're making the decisions they're making. Mm. And I think sometimes it's really selfish of us to think and expect that our business or whatever, you know, um, filter you have is what they're going to be thinking about because it's not. They've got their own stimulus of, like, yeah, why they're making those decisions. Um, So it's taken me, like, literally five years to be okay with my sister only coming to see me when I need a model or, you know, yeah, literally. And it's okay. I mean, I say this, but my mum, she travels an hour. My auntie travels an hour, you know, like, 
So I do have people that do choose to support me. I'm not like saying that it's not the case for me, but it's very different to your circle who are very much local. Um, and it's, yeah, taken me the five years to be, be okay with that and know that that doesn't make them a bad friend or that doesn't make them not interested in your success. It's just not convenient for them mm. and they've got their own life. They're not thinking about you and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? I know what you mean. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I also think, side note to that, and you're probably very similar with your community. It's not just people who walk in your shop every day. Same with some clients. Like some clients I've never even met, but some of the best friendships I have are from people I've never met through great DM interaction. Mm. Yeah. Like I've got these pen pals scattered through Instagram across my various profiles. I've never met some of them. Yeah. Or they're like a loose friend of a friend or, yeah, yeah Matt might even be someone you, you went to once. school with yeah, or yeah, yeah. like, you know, was in my sister's grade at school or like was a neighbor like 15 years ago or, you know, you've got these friends who aren't really in your circle, but you've got a great Instagram friendship with them. And I think that's really powerful too, because you don't have time to catch up for coffee mm -hmm. with every single person you yeah. know and like. Mm. You know, mm. so having these friendships digitally, I think, is also really important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Anything else to add? I feel like we covered it. Yeah, I think we just need to be really intentional about our circle. Yeah. People come in be and out of. who you spend your time around because that's just going to reflect on you and yeah. what you do. People can come in and out of the circle depending on where they're at in life and mm. where you're at in life, and that's okay. Yeah. Um. I think you can find friends if you're open-minded to it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot in my journey, like I've had people who want to be a part of my life and I've been so introverted and like almost repulsive in the sense that I'm like, oh, I've already got like four friends. So how am I going to fit another person in my life when I'm already having to show up for my husband and show up for my children? Like I think we need to be a little bit more open to connection if we're feeling like that's a place in our life that's not that great mm. because it is so important to have girlfriends and oh I think so too 100% like the stuff I can talk to with you and other people in my life like Sometimes my husband does not yeah I'm like yeah like that's not <laughs> that's something another yeah episode. that's another episode we'll talk about that I did do something naughty I um yeah Cody knows about it now. I went and saw a Not reader. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> Not naughty, naughty. I went and saw a reader, like a psychic reader person, which I've never done before in my life. But it's because I influenced you. You bro. influenced me and I felt like I was really lost and I needed direction. And sometimes we're looking for certainty in the decisions that we're making and certainty doesn't exist. Um, so what I really needed was clarity it's and I felt bullshit, to be it honest, is probably but... bullshit, but it helped direct me. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell Cody about it because I thought he thinks this is bullshit. It's a waste of money. Anyway, I did tell him about it a few months later and he was like, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> that is just so funny. No, it's more like, cause it's like, and I, I can get it. I think it's a it. personal thing too. It's like like some people aren't on that spiritual wavelength and that's why yeah. I'm not really either. And no. to be honest, if... I think you just wanted clarity, you wanted direction. Yeah, I had just been on this business like, retreat. Trying. Yeah, I'm like, he's just going to think I'm weird. And you know what? My justification also was like, you know, you can pay so much money to see a psychologist. I just want someone to tell me what I should do next or what is in the cards for me. Like, um, and I did get that out of it. And if nothing else, that's great, you know. Um, but yeah, so poor codes. I was like, okay, so I've got to tell you something. Don't be mad. And he was, he was fine. But, um, oh my God, yeah. so good. But yeah. We should talk about this though on another episode. Yes, because um, 
it was, yeah, influenced by my friendship circle in the sense that you had this great conversation with a reader and, you know, and weirdly it's all kind of come true. Absolutely has come true. Isn't that weird? Or did you get that information and then you've like manifested it slash created it? And if that's okay, that's fine too, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just need someone else's opinion. Although uh, it was pretty bang on, like even the months and the dates. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in another episode. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on the Literally Us podcast where we talk about business, motherhood, and navigating life um, as chaotic and as beautiful as it can be. Um, Yeah. Thank you for following. Thanks for listening. Bye.